Awesome. Well, if that doesn't give you encouragement, I don't know what will. You know, you think about what this place was like 12 months ago and where we've come to now. You know, I was putting that together and just reminded of, just think the things we've accomplished. Not by the few, but by the many. You know, those pictures, those videos, they don't resemble not even half of what went on in this place. That's just some of what we actually got captured. You know, the hours put into making this place. Uh, in the words of the mayor yesterday, fit for purpose. Fit for purpose. The hours spent stripping the house back. You know, some of you that were in there those first couple of days, you'll remember the smell. You'll remember the carpets, the walls. And now look at it. A blessing for uh, our kids to enjoy. You know, the team that looks after the garden uh, and continue to look after the garden, making it a space usable for us. You know, and it, it, it's not just blessing us, but it's blessing the generations to follow. I want to remind you of that today. Those that have put time and effort in, it's not just for the now, but it's for the future. And that's because we decided to put Jesus first. You know, we said, God, you know, you've, you've brought us to this place. What is it you want to do with this place? How can we best use this place? And for a moment, I want you to think about September 2019, 12 months on from now. What does that look like for the church in Northeast Links? What does that look like for us as city church? And what does that look like for you? Rhetorical question, but just take a moment. Imagine the breakthroughs that we could see. The miracles. Circumstances turned around. If we keep Jesus first. A lot of this comes off the back of what Dad was sharing last week uh, in our Entering In series, and he was talking about worship. Uh, and he made this statement that I've taken from memory. Um, so it's paraphrased, but just about close. He said, imagine what our days or our weeks may look like if we spend time in the presence of the Lord. You know, earlier we sang the song Surrounded. Uh, guys did a great job. And it speaks to the power of putting Jesus first. It speaks to the power of praise and to the power of knowing where our victory lies. Of knowing where our victory lies. So, do you want to just stick these? Uh, this is the first verse. It says, there's a table that you've prepared for me in the presence of my enemies. It's your body and your blood that you shed for me. This is how I fight my battles. And I believe you've overcome. And I'll lift my song of praise for what you've done. This is how I fight my battles. And it's a great song. And, and when you get an understanding of where that song comes from, I think it brings a whole new emphasis. And I was sharing some of this in our, our staff devotions uh, this week. 
and it's taken from uh, Psalm 23. Uh, and Psalm 23, in, uh, in the Passion Translation, I like the Passion Translation, uh, especially for some things like this, because it, it's translated in a way that uses a lot more emotive language. So this is Psalm 23 in the Passion Translation. It's called David's Poetic Praise to God. The Lord is my best friend and my shepherd. I'll always have more than enough. He offers a resting place for me in his luxurious love. His tracks take me to an oasis of peace, the quiet brook of bliss. That's where he restores and revives my life. He opens before me pathways to God's pleasure and leads me along in his footsteps of righteousness so that I can bring honor to his name. Lord, even when your path takes me through the valley of deepest darkness, fear will never conquer me, for you already have. You remain close to me and lead me through it all the way. Your authority is my strength and my peace. The comfort of your love takes away my fear. I'll never be lonely, for you are near. You become my delicious feast, even when my enemies dare to fight. You anoint me with the fragrance of your Holy Spirit. You give me all I can drink of you until my heart overflows. So why would I fear the future? For your goodness and love pursue me all the days of my life. Then afterward, when my life is through, I return to your glorious presence to be forever with you. You know, I love that, that, that David got, and this is David who was victorious in battle. You think David who led armies, uh, defeated and conquered people. You know, and here he got a sense and an understanding and a perspective on actually how his battles are won. You know, when I used to think about um, battles and uh, in the Christian sense and, and fighting, uh, my mind would immediately go back to Ephesians 6, you know, to the armor of God. Uh, and, you know, you cast your mind back to when you were a child and you're being taught about the armor of God and you'd see a Roman soldier there uh, all geared up and you'd go through what each thing meant. And so my, my interpretation then in my mind when thinking about battles would be, I've got to stand ready to fight. I've got to stand and I've got to be ready and I've got to have my shield and my sword. And, and, and that's my, my understanding of what it meant to be in a battle. Weapons at the ready. And yet David says here, there's a table that you prepared for me in the presence of my enemies. You know, and I, I take that and I think about the Last Supper and Jesus is with his disciples. He said that they were reclining at the table. They weren't just sat on a chair at a dining table, sitting all polite. They were reclining. They were chilled out. You know, your enemies may be about you. And you may have battles to fight. But can I encourage you this morning? Just get in the presence of Jesus. Just recline at his table. 
when we get an understanding that Christ has already won the victory, our battles become less about standing up to fight and more about praise and spending time in his presence. And that's what I want to focus on this morning. And what I want you to take away is that no matter where you are, no matter what fight you're in, no matter what breakthrough you need, don't go at it headstrong. Don't go at it with a negative attitude. I think that's one of the things that grinds me the most. And I'm guilty of doing it myself. I've been there. And you only have to scroll through Facebook for 30 seconds and you'll find somebody complaining about the battle that they're in. Having some sort of negative attitude to the battle that they're in. Think for a moment what that might be like where instead of complaining, being negative, having a go at maybe someone or something that's got you in this battle, you turn it to praise. You turn it to praise. You know, no matter what I'm facing, I'm not going to get aggressive towards what's coming at me. I'm going to praise my Jesus because he's already won the victory for me. Come on. You know, think back. You know, whatever it was you were thinking that the next 12 months may look like. If you're in a battle today, you need a breakthrough. You need a miracle. Can I encourage you? Get into a place of praise. Get into a place where you understand and you know who's already won your victory. You know, a battle is not really a battle when you know who's won the war. Yeah? It seems somewhat insignificant. You know, we know that Christ died to bring us freedom from pain, from sickness. And I fully believe that if you... Uh, if you've given your life to Jesus, whatever ailment you have, uh, this is my theology on it, Christ has already healed you. Christ has already healed you. In the heavenlies, Christ has already healed you. Uh, Dwayne White, he was uh, sharing on this once, uh, and he put it like this, and this helped me so much. He said, imagine a timeline, and you come along to a point, you give your life to Jesus. There is then two timelines. There is you on earth, and there is you in the heavenlies. You walk along side by side. Things may come along. Sickness may come along. Pain may come along. You may need a breakthrough in something, but in the heavenlies, it's already done. And you hold on to that. That's the key. You hold on to that. You praise holding on to that victory that's already done in the heavenlies. And we just ask God to manifest it here on earth. And if it doesn't, our return to his glorious presence, to be with him forever. You know, whether we make it to the end of our race with a manifested healing or not, doesn't change the fact that we've been healed. Yeah? Why don't you stand? Um, and we're going to pray in a moment. And... Uh, team, why don't you come? If we can get out of a place of anger and resentment over the things that are holding us back, the things that are putting us down, and we come to a place of saying, you know what? I'm going to live Jesus first.
I honestly believe we'll see major breakthrough. When we come to a point where we say, you know what, I'm not going to focus on who the enemy says I am. You know, we've been hearing about it this morning. When you start focusing on what the doctor has told you is going on. Yes, doctors are right. Yes, doctors, uh, you know, they can tell you the facts. Truth is, truth is, we're already healed in the name of Jesus. And God, we just pray that it's manifest right here, right now on this earth. We hold on to that truth. And my holding on, Dwayne put it this way, he says, you hold on to your truth. The thing between you is time. If, as you're walking along your timeline, you pull your manifest, not you pull, God pushes your manifested healing to you, great. If not, you get to the end of your timeline, your healing pulls you in. Your manifested healing in the heavenlies pulls you the other way. Psalm 46 says, be still and know that I am God. You know, let's not be a people who go around waging war against the things that are trying to put us down. Yes, there's a time. Uh, don't, don't mishear me on this. Yes, there's a time for us to stand and to fight. Intercession is one of those things. Where we stand and we put ourselves in a posture to take authority over things. That's totally right. But there's a time to be still and a time to know. Know that I am God. I've asked the guys if we'll um, sing the song Surrounded again. Um, Just that sense that I think God wants to do some incredible stuff. Uh, And do stuff here this morning. And if you um, are facing a challenge... If you're facing a battle, if you're in the middle of something, uh, can I encourage you just to come to the front? Uh, the prayer team will come and stand with you and we'll pray with you. And we're going to put Jesus first. Over all these circumstances, we're going to put Jesus first. We're going to say no to negativity, no to being held back by what others have said. And we're going to say yes to Jesus. We're going to say yes to Jesus. So as the guys play, um, would you come? And we want to pray and we want to stand and believe with you. And we're going to ask God, God, would you manifest something here today? Would you manifest something here today? Would you just close your eyes just as we pray, uh, as we enter into uh, just meeting with God? God, I thank you for all that you have done and for who you are. Thank you that you came. Thank you that you gave your life for each and every person in this room today. Thank you that you sacrificed yourself so that we might have freedom from death from sickness from pain
And if, if this resonates with you, um, and maybe you have never given your life to Jesus before, maybe you've uh, never come to a point uh, of surrendering who you are to know who God says you are. Uh, I'm going to pray. Uh, and if, if that resonates with you, um, would you just pray with me? You can just pray in, in, in your own mind. Um, God still hears you. Father, I thank you for what you've done for me. Thank you that you gave yourself for me. And today I choose you. Today I say, for me, Jesus first. Would you take away my sin, the things I've done wrong? Lord, and I accept your forgiveness today. that was you, uh, I'd love to, to chat to you uh, after our service. Um, but you know, there's others of us here who maybe we need to make that recommitment and say, you know what, for me, Jesus first. Uh, so can I encourage you, uh, just throughout this room, let's just raise our hands. Um, God, thank you. For us, we say Jesus first. Jesus first. Firstborn among all creation. Thank you, Lord, that we can be called children of God and co-heirs with you, Jesus. God, and I thank you um, for the testimonies that are to come. God, I thank you for the breakthroughs that we're about to see. Thank you for the miracles that are on their way. Come on, thank you. Uh, Lord, just where we're going to see miracle after miracle, breakthrough after breakthrough, where we're going to see situations change and turn around because you are Lord and we focus our eyes and we fix our eyes on you. Jesus, 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 we fix our eyes on you. Because you've won. You've won the victory. You've won the victory. You've won the victory. The battle is yours.